Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. It is a Wednesday edition, which means we are going to preview the upcoming John Deere Classic from up there in, where is that stupid thing in Iowa? It's in that Quad Cities area, isn't it, up there somewhere? They got that, yeah, they got that little Quad Cities there. It's kind of a little cool area, only in the summer, only for about six weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Um, I, I, you won't, you won't. You won't hear me say Quad Cities and Cool very often, but this time of year you will. That voice you are hearing and that picture you are seeing in the, I don't know, the salmon-colored polo, polo pool over there, that's one PGA yeah. of America member, Johnny Gerber. He is coming at you from Kansas City, Missouri, doing some work up there for the show. I am live from the DSP Media Podcast Studios here in Dallas, Texas, in hot Dallas, Texas. And uh, it is golf time in Texas, in Kansas City, I guess. I'll go that route, too. Um, as we are going to go, we didn't have a Monday show. We apologize for that. Johnny had some um, work stuff come up up there. But we're going to make it up to you today with an hour-long... God, we're going to try to fit all this in. We're going to recap the uh, Rocket Mortgage and the U.S. Senior Open and preview the John Deere Classic all within the confines of 60 minutes. Uh, somehow, some, I don't we'll know how it's going to work. We'll get it. We'll we'll get it in. We, you know, I, I know none of y'all are going to leave, so we're going to get it in. If we go a couple couple minutes over, uh, ten fifteen, I know you guys are going to continue to watch because you know at the end of the show we we'll give you that tease because yep. we know at the end of the show you want to get all those picks. So uh, yeah, just stay tuned. It's going to be a fun show. So, you know, again, sorry we couldn't uh, make that happen on Monday. You know, traveling here the next uh, couple months to get this DSP and fan stream sports. Some of this stuff going um, here up in this Midwest Kansas City market area is going to be great for us. But uh, you know, bear with us. We might uh, be in and out of some of these shows. We might do. We might sneak in a couple of those new Saturday shows here yep. pretty soon. If uh, I, I will kind of jump back on that a little bit. So yeah, stay tuned. We got some really good stuff coming up. Uh, first, let's go ahead and get right into it, Johnny. The um, U.S. Senior Open, uh, Bernhard Longer. Langer, longer. I've always said longer, but on the broadcast they were saying Langer. It's Langer, Bernhard Langer. I've always said longer. I like it better. Well, you lager. You see, you see, thinking about that beer. I wish I had one right now. I know you um, do. Cocktails are good. He makes What's history, Johnny. He is the all-time winning, winningest player, I guess, on the Champions Tour. I still call it the Senior Tour. Um, yeah. But the all-time winningest uh, player on the Champions Tour. He beat out a couple of Wisconsin natives up there in Wisconsin, Jerry Kelly and Steve Stricker. Um, I believe you had Jerry Kelly on your card, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We had Jerry uh, Jerry Kelly to you know to win part of our. You know, we don't do that very often. We just talk. You know, we really kind of focus on the PGA Tour. But when you have some of those events, but I remember what year last year, two years ago, we had that. We doubled up. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we won Europe. Did we win Europe or, yep. uh, or the seniors in the PGA Tour? We we almost went three. We almost three up. Like yeah. one one week we, I think we bet. I think the U.S. Senior Open was won the same week as an alternate field event, and then the Scottish Open, and then yep. so I think we had a chance to win all three events. Was obviously is unprecedented, but we did go two of the three. 
which is pretty cool. And we don't do that very often. You know, we, some of these majors for the senior opens, if really jumps out to me, I like, and I did, did like Jerry Kelly, but Mm -hmm. you know, shooting, you know, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, longer really shot 10 under, he bogeyed the last couple of holes, but he was complete control the whole time. And, uh, you know, but, but he set two, he set he set more than one record. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he set the record for the most champions tour victories. Right. He set the record for the oldest mm-hmm. to Six, win a senior major. And he yep. set the record oldest to win a, C, a champions tour event. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy just continues to, you know, break records when it comes to that. And that's just a testament of, you know, keeping his body in shape. He's never really had a lot of injuries, even though when he was playing the big tour, he never yeah. really had those injuries, man. So, you know, the guy loves to play golf. Uh, you know, he's one of those gentlemen of the game that, that everyone really loves. And that just goes to show for, for somebody like you that's really getting old, there's still some hope with you down the road. I wish I could swing the club like him. You set a record the other day for yourself, didn't you? I set a record on Saturday, the first round of golf I've played in three years, I think, and uh, we spoke a little bit about it, but I shot an 87, Johnny. First time out in three years, I shot an 87. I know you only played 14 holes, and that's great, man. And, I, you know, I know that's how it kind of worked out for you because you had a little rain, the the weather, you shut it down. But, no, good for you, man. We had a a little side wager. We did. And and you still ain't send me that scorecard, man. So I'm I'm gonna I might protest till I, I see gotta, that. Okay, well you can protest. I just gotta go get. I gotta have him send it to me. My yeah. buddy shot a 74 and he wanted to keep the card because he keeps all his rounds, I guess, under 80. 74 is uh, good. Yeah, over at Brookhaven. Yeah, he he did really well. He was kicking my butt and uh, he he was having such a good round. He wasn't paying much attention to me, which was great. Because then I, you know, I wasn't too nervous, you know, with, with guys watching me like I usually am. But uh, So you didn't see you kick it out of the woods and stuff like me, that? He didn't see me using the foot wedge and taking the – I told you I only took one mulligan, and it was very first tee shot. And that's fine. That's fine. What, yeah. You know, you're allowed to have that breakfast ball even though it was in the afternoon. Right, it was. It was about 2.30 when we teed <laughs> off. Uh, but it was hot. But anyway, uh, getting back to Bernhard Langer. Yeah, he's 65 years old. He is the oldest to win a, a tournament. Um, he, it's his 46th victory since turning 50, since joining the, uh, the senior tour. Uh, he was tied with Hell Irwin, another good guy from back in the day, man. Um, since February 19th, when he won the Chubb Classic for the fifth time. Uh, so yeah, he's also the oldest player to win on the PGA Tour champions, rewriting his own record for the fifth time. Um, it's his 12th senior major title. That's, that extends his own record that he already held, but and they, you know, they interviewed him after the tournament. And, you know, how much longer can he keep doing this? He says, till my body tells me to stop. He says he yeah. feels really good. He's swinging the club really well. And, and he goes, I'm just going to do it until my body says to stop. So, good for him. Yeah, and, you know, he's going to be one of those guys that breaks another, you know, a couple of those records. He'll shoot his age here pretty soon. Right. You know, and that's the- yeah, I mean, he'll shoot his age out there on, yeah. in competitive golf. That doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to be one of those guys that, that is probably going to be able to do that if he can, continues to, you know, keep his body healthy. And, you know, one of the things that he talked about, I, I heard him do an interview yesterday, was that um, the the proverbial question was, can you still probably win on the PGA Tour? And he was like, no, I can't. And he said the simple fact of what we talk about all the time is, you know, I just can't hit it far enough. And he, it was, it was crazy. So he went back to last year or this past year, uh, cause he won that he won, he was a two time masters champion and he, he didn't specifically say who he played with. 
but he said he was hitting driver and hybrids through par fours where his playing partner in practice rounds was hitting driver nine irons. Wow. And that is massive. Like that is, that is a, I mean, that's six, seven clubs. And when you get to that part, the part maybe over 18 holes, you know, might be able to get some of these younger guys, but he just, he's like, listen, honestly, man, he's like, I just can't compete over 72 holes. And like I said, they asked a question, could you win on the PGA tour? He's like, no, I just, I just can't, I just don't have the distance anymore to be able to compete with these guys. And, you know, that's what we talk about all the time, man. It's uh, the, the game has changed. And even back then, he was never been the longest guy. But, you know, he just can't compete when he doesn't hit it nearly as far as these guys. No, but I'd say it was it was an impressive uh, – you know, I got to watch a little bit of it because, you know, I mean, it's a major. Why wouldn't you watch it? Uh, I got to watch a little bit of it. Uh, and, man, it just like I said, his swing's there. He's striking the ball really, really well. I hope I can do a lot of things that well when I'm 65, you know. <laughs> It's right, it feels like it's right around the corner, but I don't, I don't yeah, know. next year you, you let me know next year when you turn that age, man. Sixty-five we'll, we'll, next year. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about it. I mean, it's scary that it's only thirteen years away. When you think of it in that that uh, that aspect, makes it seem. Really, I mean, really you close. know, you look a hell of a lot older than that. So don't don't you know you'll be all right. You're just mad because all the girls talk to me in the bar, and not you. That's true. They do talk to you, not for the right reasons, but they do talk I'm, to you. They're usually yelling at me or telling me to quit looking uh-huh. at them, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, also this past weekend, I was trying to figure out a way to introduce this. I think the only way that, that you can say it is Ricky's back. Well, he's been back, right? He's I mean, been back. I mean, has, yeah, with a T2 just, at the Zozo, right, back in October. Uh, he did well, well he just, at the Phoenix Open. Yeah, I mean, we've had him on our card. I mean, just you know, just because he hasn't he, – he didn't win till last week doesn't mean he hasn't been back. And we talked about this – Shit, I'd probably damn near every show. He's we've either talked about him over the past, you know, two months or had him on our card, and he's always came through with this and won some money yeah. um, for us. But you know, he's been back for a while, and those changes, him going back to Bush that we talked about, is 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 paying dividends, man. And you know, I think the balance of his life now, and it, you know, I really love the way his comment, what he said was, you know, this is great, and. You know, I've been trending and, and really felt good about my golf game for a long time, he said, but there's more to life than winning a golf tournament. Yeah. And, you know, for him to put that in perspective, I know some of these diehards don't want to hear him that, but when you see his, his wife and his daughter there, uh, and then for him to say that, that, that really puts things in perspective, and it just goes to show why everyone loves Ricky Fowler. Uh, he almost kind of tried to give it away, though, with I – don't, I don't remember the last couple of holes, but um, – Well, he birdied the last hole. Birdied the and last hole. First playoff hole. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, I mean, he didn't really give it away. I mean, you know, he, he, they got to 24, dude, and that's pretty That's pretty good. God, and, again, I, I was more disappointed in, you know, I thought um, I thought Taylor Pender just played awful last round. Even mm-hmm. the last, you know, him finishing up, and we had him on our card. I'm not saying that just because we had him on our card. But he finished up the last four holes – on the third round, terrible. And then he just played so bad the last round. And it was, man, that was, you can't shoot even par in the last round on that golf tournament. You could see kind of him kind of fading off middle of that third round when he had those two-way misses. And that's the death for PGA Tour guys, having a two-way miss. I mean, you just can't do that. So, you know, when the golf course plays that soft and you have the weather conditions like that, you know, those guys can eat it up. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you something that, that, people don't really realize I thought it was a huge benefit 
that they move those tee times up mm-hmm. to get to, for them to play early on Sunday is because, you know, Ricky doesn't have all day hearing the same questions and listening to the media of, hey, can Ricky really win? Especially, you know, over probably three of the last six tournaments that he's played, he's had a chance to win going into the last round and really never got it done. So I think that was a huge benefit for him to kind of get, you know, they teed off at like nine o'clock in the morning there in Detroit, you know, and in normal time they'd be teeing off at like two. So you just, he just didn't have that long period of time for him to think about it. And I really thought that benefited Ricky. Uh, yeah, so that, that birdie on, on the 72nd hole of the tournament got him into the playoff with Colin Morikow and Adam Hadwin, uh, your favorite guy, Colin Morikoward. Um, and then it just it took one hole with a birdie on the first hole of, of bonus play to, uh, to get him there. And, man, you know, I feel he was kind of there really the whole tournament, all four days, right up there at the top. But it, I feel like it was a grind for him, it, like mentally – um, when you're expected to play that well with shooting scores that low, sometimes I think it's kind of a grind for these guys, especially if they struggle over a course of a couple of holes. Um, that's not, you know, meeting expectations, but it just looked like it was a grind. It, he had a huge look of sigh of relief, you know, when he sunk that putt, that birdie putt, uh, and rightfully yeah. so, because he, I mean, he yeah. fought hard for that win he's been fighting hard for wins all year and it's finally paid off. Yeah, I mean, you looked at that weather up there got tough, too. I mean, that, yeah. that rain delay on, on Saturday kind of hurt the momentum for some of those guys, and it certainly hurt the momentum for Taylor Pendrith. And I really thought that was really tough for him to kind of come back out, and that's when he kind of struggled. Um, but, you know, hey, I mean, if, if there's anybody you want to root for in a game of golf, Ricky Ricky is certainly the person you do want to root for. But is there any more boring guy on the PGA Tour than uh, Coward, more Coward? Uh, yeah, Scotty Scheffler. He's more boring than Colin. No, more, yeah, he is way more boring. No, he's not. <clears throat> Scotty's a lot better than he is, though. <clears throat> he's a better golfer than Colin Morikawa. He's a better person. If you're going, uh, why is Colin Morikawa a bad person? He's a bad person. Why? Because he stole your girlfriend. I mean, that, that, that considers that, in my opinion, that's a bad person. I think it makes him great. <laughs> why? Because y'all wait. All right. She's too good for you anyway. No, she's not. She's way too good. No, too. I mean, too good for me. No she's girl in the world good too good for, for me. I heard that. The, did I tell you that when I was last time I was in town? Somebody told me that I was on on a date. Said that she was too good for you. Yeah, another girl sitting next to the bar said, "You know, she might be too good for you." I said, well, "What about you?" She's. Pro- I'm sure that went well. Didn't go very good. Worst that pickup line day. ever. <laughs> Yeah. As you're hitting on the bartender, as you're on a date with a girl, that probably that usually turns out. It wasn't out really a bartender; well. it was a patron. It was a patron. Oh, even the patron worse. stayed. My date left, so that must have worked out okay. Whatever it takes to get rid of a bad date, right? I mean, sometimes you know. Sometimes when know, you I score, don't to, I don't. I don't know the. I don't know. Sometimes you definitely. I don't know the, how to comment on that one. Well, it's weird that you were with a girl because all I ever hear is I like other guys. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Bizarre turn of events. It is. It is. That's so funny. Uh, notable finishes at the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, our boy Ludwig Aberg shot 11 under. He tied for 40th. Um, it was a nice week. And I thought the most important part of that week was on Thursday and Friday, uh, Aberg played with Luke Donald. That's on, that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, who, of course, is the European Ryder Cup captain. 
Uh, and of course, Donald was asked about him, and he said, "Man, he's he's great. Uh, he look he made the game look effortless. He, he's on that team. I'm telling you, he's yeah. on that team. We talked about that a month ago. I told yeah. you, I said, yeah. I'm telling you, he's going to be on that team. And you know, if 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 Donald wasn't wasn't on his radar, he wouldn't. He, they wouldn't have done that. Um, and uh, Donald described him that he said he's going to be a superstar. And and we've been saying that for a month. We've been talking about. Aberg, of course, I covered him at Texas Tech for Sports Illustrated, and we were going to follow his career pretty closely here. I mean, he's fun to watch, dude. The dude can drive the ball. I mean, that's his. I think one of his biggest strengths is is, is off the tee. He finished the third, uh, finished the field third in strokes gained off the tee, um, and I think that's going to be his game for a number of years to come. Well, he fits that mold of the of the modern day PGA Tour player. He hits it far. He hits it high. He puts the ball good. There's no flaws in his game. He just had that stretch uh, in that third round when he, he, you know, he was right there in the hunt. Man, I loved him. They had that break. Like I yeah. said, he was one of those guys that that didn't, you know, benefit from that break. When he came back from the break, that he went double bogey, bogey, bogey. He went double. He shot five over in that stretch that he came back, and that really kind of killed him. But that's a learning experience. I mean, you're gonna see we're gonna have him on his card uh, on our card this week, and we talk a little bit about the John Deere. Yeah, he started uh, shot 65 on Thursday, <clears throat> 67 on Saturday. But like you said, that double bogey, bogey stretch there um, on Saturday just kind of probably took him out of it mentally too. But like you said, he'll he'll yeah. learn from that. Justin Thomas missed the cut at plus one. I was a little surprised at that. I don't know what he's struggling with. She can't shoot a 76 at Detroit Golf Club on a third on a Thursday and expect good things to happen after that. No, nah, it's another bad performance. It was a little bit of, you know, little little light, we thought, maybe after last week or two weeks ago. Then he played pretty good the last couple of rounds, and we had maybe some high hopes for JT, but he's still obviously battling and struggling with something. And I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I try to make as many calls as I can, and I don't know why. I got my, you know, I think it's maybe a little bit because of his dad, but, yeah. but who knows, man. It could just be life itself. Uh, also missing the cut, Tony Finau shot a, uh, one under over two days. Um to me, that's curious too. I, I I thought this course would be good for him, um, but he just didn't. He didn't have it, and I don't. I don't know. I can't. I don't have any explain explanation for it. That's your boy, yeah, right? Tough to defend. Tough to defend in a place like that. Yeah, tough to defend, and you know uh, those obligations in a place that you know you're not coming into great form. Yeah. Uh, you know that didn't surprise me. Uh, did you have your picks from the Rocket Mortgage? Did you want to go over those at all? Uh, let's 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 go that after the break real quick, and we'll just kind of segue a little bit as some some uh, other things. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to talk some John Deere Classic. We'll go over Johnny's winning picks uh, that we blasted out on social media um, earlier today. If you didn't get that, follow us on Twitter at From the Rough PGA. He is at Jay Gerber PGA Pro. I am at IndyCar Tim. Uh, we'll throw those up on the uh, screen on on the description of the podcast for you. We are From the Rough right here on FanStream Sports. We'll be back after this. Hello, sports fans. Fanstream Sports. Hey, you like golf? There's a good chance you do, because I said so. But what do you need playing golf? Well, you need clubs, right? Clubs, you need balls. The thing that people don't usually think about is that golf bag. And that's what most people see when they look at your golf clubs. 
like right off the bat. And if you've got a raggedy bag, eh, it's not doing you any favors, bud. So get you a new bag. Go over to orca-golf.com. Orca-golf.com. Why are you going there? You're going there because you, you want a golf bag, but you want one that's kind of screams you. So you want to pick the colors. Well, you can use your own custom colors. Maybe you have a logo in mind. Maybe it's your logo. You're like Prince. You just have a symbol. That's the case. Dude, you can get your logo on there. Your name. Just get it done exactly like what you want it. Done. By actual designers. Nothing goes out of their factory without the approval of the founder, Erica Bennett, who is just brilliant. We've seen some of her bags. We've got one of them actually in the studio. And you know what? Dude, it looks good. If you want other people to look at your golf setup and go, man, that just screams Frank. You want that? Then go over to orca-golf.com. Do yourself a favor and use the promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. I'll say that again, DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. So do it today because Orca Golf is the best choice in the game. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle golf central magazine at golfcentralmag.com we'll see you there all right guys time to talk a little bit about turf life you've seen the hats on our heads you've been or seen the video of the studio you've seen that the decals are all over the place turf life man it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf what does that mean it means if you play or have a business or you know maybe you're a sports educator you're going to be on turf at some point so you live the turf life so go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or you know the hat or the keychain or the something Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special turf life accessories and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you now. More fan stream sports. Welcome back to a Wednesday edition of From the Rough right here on Fan Stream Sports. Happy 4th of July. We hope you had a great weekend, a good, safe holiday. And we honestly hope you're back at work like we are, grinding it out, um, trying to recover maybe from too much fun yesterday. What'd you do yesterday on the 4th? I didn't talk to you yesterday. What'd you do? I went up to Kenny and Jessica's and shot off fireworks, went swimming. Oh, you did? That was nice. Dr- drank a buttload of, buttload of beer and vodka. You know, as, as, as I've been known to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, cocktails are good. 
Cocktails are good. Um, Cocktails. So, did you want to go over your picks from the um, Rocket Mortgage, or do you just want to go right? Yeah, into yeah, we'll them? go. We'll go over a little bit. I mean, we didn't have a great week. I mean, we uh, we only cashed in on one ticket. We, you know, we talked a little bit about Taylor Pendrith at, at seventy to one. We, how, how strong was he looking, man? And just like I said, he was just one of those guys that kind of got us. Like Aberg, we had Aberg on our card also at thirty three to one. And you know, after those first two rounds, how good were we looking, man? Yeah. Those guys yeah. were one and three. One shot back, we're like, man, this is this is the time. And we've talked about this with with Aberg, man. The guy's gonna win. I'm telling you, if it's not this week at uh, at the John Deere, uh, I don't know if he's exempt for the British Open or not. Um, so I don't know yet. But you know, then you have that other alternate field event down in Kentucky's the Barbasol. So yeah. you know, you're looking at some op- some opportunities for this guy. But firmly believe he's gonna be on that Ryder Cup team, and that's why Luke Donald was. He wanted him paired the first round together, and he's kind of got that pull. But we had Matsuyama at 16-1. to 1, Didn't really pan out. I thought it was a great golf course for him. Um, it hurt him a little bit when the golf course got soft. Yeah. And the reason I say that is, you know, a firm golf course, the guy who hits the ball high like that, you know, it really hurts him. Um, you know, when it gets soft and you get that weather, you know, some of those uh, some of those hitters that hit a little bit lower take have a little bit more of an advantage. So that killed us with the weather. Again, Aberg, 33-1. to 1. J.J. Spawn at 61. I thought that might have been a good spot for him. But, again, the weather kind of predicated him not really jumping in that spot. Uh, again, uh, Taylor Pender is 70-1. to one. We did cash in on uh, uh, Steven Yeager at plus 650 to finish in the top 10. He made a great run there in the last round to kind of jump in that realm. Colin Taren, we had him plus 1,100. He was sitting there at sixth place after the second round. Um, and then kind of faltered on the weekend. Two top 20s, as we always do. Thomas Dietrich was a um, a little MC hammer, I believe. And then, uh, yep. you know, somebody hassled the Hoff because he didn't finish in that top 20, Charlie Hoffman, at plus 550. So not a great week. Uh, on top of that, we lost a little bit of money. We did go 0-1-1, uh, no wins. We only had one matchup on Saturday or on Sunday yep. or two matchups. Uh, so we went 0-1-1. To get our total to uh, 67, 20 and five or 20 and six uh, for the year on matchups, and after a little bit of a loss, we're still profitable 67.40 year to date, six thousand seven hundred forty dollars units. However, you decide to say it, and then like we talked about, we had a little alternate pick there on Jerry Kelly uh, at I believe we had him at uh, 18 to one or yeah 18 to one. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, when it's in your open, sorry. Uh oh, allergies. Must be a must be a cat in your room. Uh, yes, but allergies. <laughs> um, you know, it's eight sixteen to one. So we did lose a little bit of money, but like I said, um, you know, follow the system. We're finally up a little bit, got a little bit to play with, but bigger and better things this week at the John Deere. Bigger and better things. Johnny's Picks is always brought to you by Golf Central Magazine. Head, head over to golfcentralmag.com. Check out the latest issue. We will have the July issue coming out here in a number of days. But head over to golfcentralmag.com. Sign up to receive the issues in your the digital copy in your inbox when it's released. Uh, again, it's free for you. Check it out over there. My favorite feature, of course, is the cart girl of the month. Um, I have a strong record of the cart girls. And we'll keep that going and update everybody after the July issue comes out. See how that rolls. But strong uh, record doesn't always mean positive record. So I let's just didn't make say it was good or bad. I just said it was strong. <laughs> 
So pay attention to that. Um, yes, Johnny, one more event in the United States remains before the PGA Tour turns its attention to the British Open. And yes, it's the British Open, not the Open Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, coming off the heels of a what I thought was a pretty thrilling Rocket Mortgage Classic this past weekend, uh, especially with Fowler winning. Um, they're right back at it this week with a Scottish send-off at TPC Deer Run. And they're in the Quad Cities for the John Deere Classic. And I guess Open Championship qualifying isn't a thing anymore, right, for this tournament? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, certainly it is. Yeah, you, some of those guys that, that finished in those top couple spots, there's not many. I think there's only one or two okay. that they can get in. Yeah, so I, I I'm, I'm firmly believe it is, but there's still open qualifying spots for the British Open around the country that these guys can do. So they'll do they'll do some reshuffling after the rankings, right? Um, for sure, after the world rankings after this week, um, and I, there might be a couple spots still available at the Scottish Open the following week. Right. So, um. You know, I don't want to always jump back to Aberg, but, but I, I really think that he's going to play this week, and I'm pretty sure he's in next week at the Scottish Open. So, uh, you know, there's some, there's some ranking points there to be had. That, like I said, I'm not really sure yet if he's in the British Open. I don't know if he's got enough world ranking points or sits in that, in that spot yet. I'll have to do a little bit more research yeah. for next week. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is a win this week from him solves everything. And, yep. um, you know, I, I really, like I said, I really think there's an opportunity. I think he's going to learn so much from last week that might really propel him uh, to have an opportunity to finish those, you know, finish 72 holes. So, right, right. Um, yeah, it's still going on. I think there's all there's all kinds of qualifying, especially if you win this week. And I think if you win Barbasol next week, I think you you get in also. So really? there's okay. there's a few spots open. Uh, either way, you've still got some young guns that are trying to find their first win, and you've got some seasoned veterans. Uh, that are looking to improve their position in the world golf rankings. Um, and, man, this is another one of those tournaments <clears throat> where they're going to shoot 150 under par. Um, out of the last 13 editions of this tournament, the worst winning score was 18 under. And that was by Bryson yes. in 2017. And I don't think that's going to change this year. It's going to be another one of these 25 under, probably. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be the tournament like last week that you hate. Right. I, hate, I mean, I hate they're, so they're going to get on. Well, here's why. I mean, here's the hard part up there this time of year. You get some, you get some hot weather, and they got to make the without all the bent grass up there. They got to make that golf course so it doesn't burn out. So it's going to play soft. Yeah. And again, as we always say, you have a soft golf course for these guys. These guys can throw darts, man. And that's that's unfortunately what they're going to get. I would like to actually see this tournament in the fall to where that you don't have to water the golf course because I love the golf course. I mean, yeah. imagine that place that time of year with all the foliage going on in the trees that you can play that golf course a lot firmer and not have to worry about the heat and water it. I think you get to a spot there maybe 10, 12, 13 under wins that golf tournament, and I think it potentially could maybe fit in a different place <clears throat> to where that golf course doesn't play nearly as uh, nearly as easy like normally does. Right. Uh, it is a par 71, 7,257 yards. Of course, TPC Deer Run, the purse there. Silvis, Illinois, is $7.4 million. Not one of the biggest uh, purses here for everybody, but like you said, lots of other storylines here to follow. Um, let's get into the odds here for everybody. Uh, as your favorite here walking into the Quad Cities is Russell Henley at 14-1. to 1. Um, I've heard rumors of him maybe quietly contending to make the U.S. Ryder Cup team, and a win this week would certainly go far. But 
I think he's kind of on the outside looking in, although I think he does have an outside shot. Yeah, he's going to have to make it on his own. I don't think he'll be a pick. Right. You know, right. I just don't think, he, you know, the, to, to do a little politics when it comes to something like that, you know, he doesn't ha- he's not buddy-buddy with Zach Johnson, right? They, I'm not saying they have a bad relationship, nor do I know, but he's, they, you, you're looking at a guy that probably they don't play a lot of golf together. And I also think going to the place that we, where they are playing is predominantly as Russell Henley plays well on Bermuda um, in, in hot conditions. I don't think the golf course potentially lends well for Russell Henley to play that type of golf. Uh, so, you know, if he, he, I think, I don't think he's going to be a pick. I think he's got to make it on his own because, you know, there's six automatics and then there's six captain's picks. And I think, you know, Zach Johnson knows more about other guys game than he does Russell Henley. Uh, so, you know, Russell's just going to have to kind of get on that needle and, and get in that top six. And I think he's maybe too far back to be in that top six. Uh, yeah, he's 23rd in the rankings right now, so he's going to need some help. Uh, like you said, he's going to need to make it on his own. Um, he's finished T11 and second at this tournament in his last two appearances, so you know he's got a, he's got an outside shot. I think uh, Denny McCarthy at 16 to one. Yeah. Uh, again, speaking of guys trying to make the Ryder Cup team, McCarthy's certainly one of them. He's been playing some of the best golf maybe of his life uh, here recently. Second at Memorial, T20 at the U.S. Open, T7 at the Travelers. He also finished T6 here at this tournament last year. Uh, and, again, that's why he's up there at 16-1, to 1, I think. Uh, Cameron Young, also 16-1. to 1. Um, I, I don't know what his positioning is for the, a chance to go on the U.S. Ryder Cup team. Um, I, just, I don't know. He's, he's not going to be picked, but I guess there's an outside shot he could play his way in, right? Cam Young. Well, that's tough. I mean, he's playing so poorly. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he's yeah, Cam Young. I mean, to go back even to a little bit uh, what you said about Denny McCarthy, I think there's too much youth on this team um, for him. Unless he gets in that top six, I don't think he's going to be a pick. Um, just because of the youth, you're going all the way. You know, you're going over there. I think if you look at Zach Johnson and how he likes to pick, maybe some of these guys, he's going to lend a little bit more towards. Um, veterans because the team is so young and you're going across the pond. And I, maybe some of these guys who have that experience have been there before. I think he might lean on a little bit. I mean, I know JT's not playing great, but you look at him as a pick. I don't know if Jordan Speed is in that top six, but he's certainly going to be one of those picks. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're going to lend, he'll lend a little bit more experience. Um, you know, Denny McCarthy, I, I, you know, he just doesn't have. I like the guy, man. I like the guy. I just does he really come through in big spots? We haven't seen it yet, have we? Yeah. So you know, you put him in that type of realm. I don't really think he's 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 going to jump on that team. Cam Young is a bit of a mystery to me. I mean, like you look at him last year, man. You thought the guy couldn't. I mean, he, the guy's a world beater. I mean, he couldn't. He didn't win, but he had so many chances, almost winning the British Open last year, and then coming this year, man, he just hasn't done anything. I mean, I know he switched caddies. Um, you know, maybe he took, you know, yeah, well, he's with Paul Tesori now, Webb Simpson's caddy, and maybe that's a change that they're getting used to. But, man, this is a Ryder Cup year, dude, and those points are doubled. And I don't think he's in that top six. And certainly with his form coming in, man, it'd be really tough for Zach Johnson to, to, to pick him, uh, if the, especially the form he's coming in. And he, yep. they, they don't have many weeks left, man. They got, they got you know, he, I don't even look at him this, this year. I mean, certainly if he doesn't, Finishing the top seventy and getting the tour championship, he's certainly not going to be picked. 
No, and he's, like you said, he struggled the last few months. He's got no top 25s anywhere since his T7 at the Masters. Uh, and just the fact that he's playing in this tournament that he's never played in before, just ahead of the, the Lynx golf season, I think that tells you a lot right there, right, that he's struggling yeah. with something. Yeah. Well, he's got to play. He's got to get some points, right? right? And, you you know, and we talked about a little bit last week. I mean, why are some of these guys playing Rocket Mortgage? Like uh, Colin uh, uh, Moore Coward. Right. You know, why is he playing that? And almost you know, it almost paid off for him. Some of these bigger names, I mean, they're, they're trying to get some reps, and they're so far down on that points list, potentially. Um, you know, they're playing events and scrambling events because the season's not nearly as long as it used to be. And now, you know, you're not 125 to get in the Fed- FedEx Cup anymore this year. It's 70. So, yeah. um, you know, that, that that's a big deal also. Um, I've got the Ryder Cup team standings right here if you wanted me to run down that for you real quick uh, yeah. just for yeah. the sake of, of argument. Um, you've got uh, one through six are going to be Sky Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, and Max Homa. Uh, then your uh, seven, seven through 12, Keegan Bradley, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Cam Young at 10, Sam Burns at 11, Ricky Fowler at 12. So there you go. Yeah, the, the Kepka spot could be interesting, right? I don't think they've made a decision if they're going to get those live guys in or not. Right. But certainly if they do decide that, I mean, there's a couple guys that's going to be on that right. Dustin Johnson certainly is going to get a pick. Sure. Uh, if they decide to let those guys get on there. You look at a Patrick Reed, probably he's going to get a pick too, um, you know, just by sheer experience going over there. So, um, you know, it, that, that might change a few things once they decide if they're going to let the live guys play or not. Yeah. Um, but it also is going to change a lot on the other side. I mean, you know, if they're going to let him play, I certainly, I certainly wouldn't think that uh, um, Sergio would be off that team. Right. Uh, look at that. Yeah. I mean, look, that's solid. I mean, Kepka, but I mean, you don't see anywhere Dustin Johnson's on that side. It'd be, it'd be shocking for me going in to, you know, who do you leave off this list? Uh, probably Cam Young. Um, boy, I love Ricky's move. I mean, really, I mean, if you exchange one person in and out of there that doesn't make it, I mean, I think you got to keep Keegan Bradley on there by experience. He's played in two Ryder Cups before. So I think maybe the odd man, the odd man out, if they keep, uh, if they keep the live players in would certainly be Cam Young and, you know, Dustin Johnson is any more person perfect to fill that spot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would agree with all of that stuff. Uh, back into the odds here. We've got a, a pair of Adams at 22 to 1. Adam Hadwin and Adam S. We don't like to say his name. Adam Shank. We'll just refer to him as Adam S. Is there a worse name for a golfer than Shank? Uh, Adam Tim Ham, maybe, because that's what you're used to. All right, I'll buy that. Uh, Emiliano Grillo at 25 to 1. Um, Can't re- it's not, you don't say Grillo. Grillo. It's Grillo. L's are silent in Argentina. It's Emiliano, Grillo. Emiliano Grillo. This Grillo. Is, this, it's Grillo. Okay, well, I no, see, I no, see a not. pair. Of, I see two L's right there in his name. It's not how you say it. That's how I say it because I'm American. Emiliano Grillo. It's Grillo. No. Okay, why do you pronounce the L in his first name and not in the in the last name? Why is it? I mean, em- you just want me to make something? You want me to make something up, or you want me to tell you the truth? Yeah, why do you pronounce that L but not the other two? That's racism. Because it's in, it, cause it's in his first name. Okay. He's got two of them in his last name. It's Emiliano Grillo, trust me. Emiliano Grillo at 25 to 1. And we're gonna, You're going to hear that name here in a hot second if you just if you don't keep butchering it. Um, if, you, if you say it wrong, I'm going to correct you. 
Well, you're not wrong. I'm just going to tell you. Taylor Moore at 28 to 1. I don't think anybody in this field's got more top five finishes over their last 36 rounds of golf. Um, I think he's got three. Uh, his run stretches back to the Valspar that he won, of course. Um, the Zurich, he finished T4. And then, of course, last week at the Rocket Mortgage, he finished T4. Um, I, I like more. I haven't. Is he on? I guess we'll get into your card here in a little bit. I couldn't remember if he was on your card or not, but uh, I kind of like him here. I don't. You didn't, you didn't send me your picks this week. You didn't send me your picks this week, so it must be doing all right. Um, well, I think we have one crossover, but it's not one of your winners. So we're, I think we're good. We'll get into that here shortly. Uh, Ludwig Aberg at twenty-eight to one. Um, again, we talked about him and his opportunity for the European Ryder Cup team. He was awesome for two days, like we talked about at the Rocket Mortgage, um, but. You know, that stretch on Saturday, that double, and then bogey, and then bogey kind of took him out of it, I think, mentally more than physically. And he just, I think that sort of did him in, but he'll learn from that. Um, how does TBC Deer Run work for somebody like him with the guy that can drive the ball really far? Is that an advantage here, or is that a disadvantage of this course? Massive advantage. I mean, these these fairways are like runways, man. It's it's, it's a big ballpark. I mean, these fairways, it, it's kind of the polar opposite of what they played last week. And, mm-hmm. You know, you look at a Detroit golf club, it's over 100 years old, tighter fairways, a lot of dog legs. This is right in front of you. And this is this is a place that you're hitting 60-yard fairways, man. So this guy is going to let it go. I mean, if he pars a par five out there, so they're, they're playing par 71, so there's only three. So he's got 12 opportunities. If he pars a par five, that would surprise me because he's going to have iron in every single one of these par fives. Um, and, and like I said, it really, it really suits him extremely well. Um, and then we've got uh, who do we have at uh, twenty-eight to one? Also, Keith, Keith Cashmere, Keith Mitchell. Um, I like him here. I don't think I've got him on my picks. And then at thirty to one, Chris Kirk and Stephen Yeager. Yeager's one of the guys we saw out here at the uh, Byron Nelson, I think, during that practice round, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's your there's your odds. Uh, let's take another quick break, and then we'll come back with Johnny's picks and my picks for fun. We'll see if we've got any crossovers and if it's going to be detrimental to everyone making money. We are from the rough right here on Fan Stream Sports. We'll be back after this. Hello, sports fans. Fan Stream Sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue, some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine, the Golf Bachelorette of the Month, the Golf Bachelor of the Month, the Golf Cart Girl of the Month, Golf History, Grip It and Sip It. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything, turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys, time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? It means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to turflifeclub.com and become a turf head. 
That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special Turf Life accessories and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that, man, I'm all about that Turf Life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, Turf Life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicklaus. Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers, and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, that's O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had? You're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional civility. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844 877-3477 or go to bamc.com hey listeners make sure you check out the brand new fan stream sports in studio text line you can reach us during any of our live shows or 24 7 at 214-937-0569 that's 214-937-0569 text us 24 7 day or night and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to From the Rough right here on Fan Stream Sports. I'm Tim. That's Johnny. We are previewing the John Deere Classic for you. Having some fun here on a hot Wednesday in Dallas while Johnny's freezing in Kansas City, Kansas. Nice. Got his hoodie on and everything. 77. Sunny here today, just awesome. And I tell you what, we talked about this before when I came a couple weeks ago. One of the one of the coolest, sneakiest uh, cities in the country. If you guys never been to Kansas City, uh, people are just people are fantastic. I'm on the Kansas side, down in Overland Park, uh, in the Leewood area. And I tell you what, you never meet a stranger down here. And if you've never been to Kansas City, I'm not. You know, I don't want to say this, and I know everybody's watching. So the people in Kansas City, if you see me out and you are watching the show, don't hit me. But your barbecue is overrated. It really is. I, I, wow. I ain't going to lie to you on that when oh. it comes to Texas barbecue. But, oh, we already knew but, that. But, but your city, the people, 
A plus guys. And I appreciate everybody's hospitality. I'll be in and out all summer. Uh, doing some golf stuff, doing some stuff for fan stream sports. So it's been a great couple weeks so far. I'm just looking forward to continue to build relationships here, uh, here in Kansas City. But first class, guys, I really appreciate everybody here in Kansas City. It's not a bad little town. I told you that before you went for the first time, and you didn't believe it's, me. But. Man, I, I, I'm blown away. You know what I'm more blown away with anything? It's the like the the landscape. It's hilly. It's a hilly place. Like it's you got some really cool place and uh, play some doing some golf schools and teaching uh, over at Swope Memorial, one of the oldest golf courses uh, in the Midwest, a little over 110 years old. It was a a great movement back in the day for the minority, the black movement when it came to golf, one of the the first golf courses and only golf course in the United States that allowed minorities to play, not just just black, just just any minority. It was one of the places that really opened the arms to minority golf, and and we can see it on the walls. Uh, a lot of cool pictures out there, and, and the property is incredible. Um, it's an Orion property. You guys will see a little bit of a nice little article we did on in Golf Central Magazine on Orion Golf, um, and you know, just an incredible property over there. And you'd you'd be surprised how hilly that place is. It's awesome. It's the hardest sixty four hundred yard golf course I've ever seen. Oh wow! Yeah, I could probably yeah, I'd shoot par on that course. One oh seven, you shoot. No way. Uh, let's get into our picks here. Uh, mine, of course, will be for fun because that's how they always are. And just don't bet my picks. My picks are for fun. Uh, Johnny, I always pick a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. Uh, I'm going to go in reverse today. I'm going to go my top 20 first for you. How's that? It might help. My top 20 at plus 250. Mr. Lucas Glover. He won here in 2021. He's coming off a T4, the Rocket Mortgage, uh, which I think he had the best putting performance that I can remember him having. Um, I guess he switched putters about a month ago or so, and he's starting to see some dividends with that now. So, at a plus 250, I thought Lucas Glover's a pretty good read for a, for a top 20 here. Uh, my top 10. Another guy I don't think I've ever had on my card before. Um, at plus 275 for a top 10. I think it's good value for Eric Cole. I think he's having the season of his career. He's got three, <clears throat> excuse me, he's got top 25s in three of his last four events and five of his last seven. He had really good showings at the PGA Championship and the Canadian Open. He ranks number six in this field in tee to green play over the last 36 rounds. Uh, again, it's sometimes it's just about value with these guys, right? You taught me that. Yeah, yeah, it's about value, and you look at Eric Cole. I mean, those are great picks. I'm not going to lie to you; they're they're great picks, and I, you know, they're not on my card, so it makes it even better pick. So I hope he wins. To be honest, and the one crossover we did have is my winner uh, at fourteen to one, uh, Russell Henley. Um, we talked about the numbers when we went over him a little bit earlier before the break. But, man, he's just been incredibly consistent at much more difficult golf tournaments, I think, than this one. His last four finishes are top 20s at the Schwab, the Memorial, the U.S. Open, and the Travelers. Three of those were either majors or elevated events. And all of those guys that beat him in those probably aren't playing this weekend. So, I like Russell Henley a lot for the win. I mean, it's, I know I know you went out on a limb and picked a favorite, so good for you. I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, way to... Great value, I guess. But. Hey, if it's my guy, it's my guy. I don't know what you want me yeah, to do. Yeah, you like Russell Henley. We talk about him a lot. You like him. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Russell Henley at all. No. 
So um, there are my picks. Let's get into Johnny's picks. And again, we just told you, brought to you by Golf Central Magazine. Uh, go check them out at golfcentralmag.com. Sign up for your free subscription and get it delivered digitally to your inbox each and every month. They got some great features over there, a lot of travel stuff going on for you. We appreciate everybody, Terry, Shannon, everybody over at Golf Central Magazine. Uh, Johnny, as we put your picks here up on the screen, why don't you tell us a little bit about your card? Yeah, looking for another uh, little bounce back week, even though, like we talked about a little bit earlier, we didn't have a profitable week, but still looking fantastic for the year after our ham sandwich pick comes in. And we have a great opportunity this week with a ham sandwich. I mean, extremely good value right with our ham sandwich pick as we run down the board. But our first pick on the board this week uh, is Denny McCarthy at 16 to 1. I mean, is there a golf tournament that fits better than this guy? I mean, it's kind of not one of those, you know, big field events. Still, best putter in the world, man. And this guy has an opportunity to get this done when it comes to a, maybe a little softer field. And he's been in some really good form. And the guy's going to win soon. It's not an overpowering long golf course. And I think it fits his game a little bit more than most guys in the field at 16-1. I like him at our first pick. Second pick, we're going we're going we're going to ride this horse man for a long time all year guys. I'm telling you, Ludwig Aberg 25 to 1. I think last week really gave him a lot of confidence. I think he learned a lot getting in that rain delay. It's probably the first time that he's been in that position and had to stop play. So, you know, a young guy like that, man, these guys can learn when it comes to that. And I think he just had that bad stretch that he just couldn't get it done. The guy still finished, you know, he finished well back. I think he's 14 under par with Without that stretch, I think he would have been right there in the mix. But I think it's going to lend for some success down the road. And why not this week? Third pick on the board, it's Emiliano Grillo. 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 30 to 1. Not Grillo. Not, not, he's, not, he's not a Brillo pad. It's Grillo. Emiliano Grillo. I don't believe at 30 you. to 1. I, I mean, this this guy, this guy's ball striking extraordinaire. Uh, and this is going to be one of those golf courses you got to strike the ball extremely well. An earlier winner this year, uh, giving him some confidence, and I really like the value at 30 to 1 with uh, M. Grillo. M. Grillo. Grillo. Sounds, like sounds, like sounds like a horse track, doesn't it? <laughs> but uh, ham sandwich is big. Taylor Montgomery, 66 to 1, pick up sticks. What a great value with this guy, man. 66 to 1. I know his game has been awful, and I expect so much out of this dude. And maybe I just get disappointed. But damn, this guy can play golf, man. And I, I don't know what's going on with him. You know, maybe he's getting his feet wet. Maybe his extracurricular activities on the PGA Tour are getting to him. But this guy is a superstar. And I'm telling you, he's a superstar. Don't be surprised. He's up there at 66 to 1. I thought there was great value with Taylor Montgomery. Two top pink. Two top 10 picks this week, guys. Uh, Tim's new boy, I guess, Russell Henley. I like him to finish in that top 10 at plus 200. All the things that Tim said uh, very hold very true, man. I like it. I mean, is, this guy has just played solid all year. I think he's a little bit too far back to maybe get in that Ryder Cup team. But look at this guy with a kind of a softer field. Uh, he's going to build a lot of confidence. Maybe I didn't like him to win just because I just didn't think there was a lot of value at that 12 to one spot that he could, you could really make some money, what you had to give up. But I like him to uh, cash in at that top 10 at, at, at plus 200. Another top two plus uh, top 10 pick this week, Adam Hadwin at plus 280. Um, you know, wouldn't surprise me if he won. He's kind of short odds, but I think maybe of the emotions, he's playing good. Obviously, he played well at the Canadian Open. He's played well this whole stretch. Another golf course, grass-wise, that really suits him. 
Um, I just maybe the emotionals that the emotional week that he had last week getting that playoff, he might be a little bit too tired. Uh, to really kind of get in that winner circle. I think it's going to take a toll on him this week, but I still like him to compete and play well. That's why I liked him in the top 10. Two top 20 picks this week, as always, Nick Hardy at plus 280. This guy's played this golf course uh, probably more than anybody on the PGA Tour going to University of Illinois. Uh, Illinois, I can't say Illinois. That's just wow. Like saying, it's just like you saying Grillo. So it's Illinois. Illinois. Uh, S is silent. S is silent. Just like those L's. No. Uh, Nick Hardy at 280. Uh, he's had some pretty good form this year, so I really like him in this spot. Softer field event. And uh, your boy, top 20, your last top 20 pick this week, your boy, Chesson Hadley at plus 330. I mean, this guy thrives on this type, on these types of, uh, you know, fields. Again, shorter field of win. It still is a PGA Tour event, but, uh, you know, you're not getting the biggest names that you're going to see as they're going to be playing and getting used to acclimated over there to the British Open. So this spot for Chesson Hadley fits for me at plus 330. I think there's great value from the finish in that top 20 spot. Very good. There are your picks from Johnny the Gerbman Gerber. Um, what's the slogan here? If you're not playing, you're not winning? If you're not playing, you're not winning, guys. And again, like I said, we talk about this all the time. I know we have up weeks, we have down weeks, but you have to play the system every week. And it was case in point a few weeks ago. We were in the hole. Our matchups are fantastic. We're in the hole. We just had that one good spot that we got that ham sandwich pick, and it's going to happen. We're going to win two or three more times this year. Trust mm-hmm. me, we are. And I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, as good as our matchup record is, you know, 67, uh, 67, 18, and 6. I'm looking forward to that Ryder Cup. Boy, I love those Ryder Cup matches, man, when it comes to that. And that's why I love the match play. They're not going to have the match play next year, but yep. I think they're going to have a match play event. But, boy, I get really pumped up for the Ryder Cup, man. I, I will, We will match up our face-off when it comes to that Ryder Cup, man. I'm looking forward. But, again, if you're not playing, follow the system. you got to follow the system. I don't know how to preach that enough. We put it out there for free for you guys. I mean, I don't care if you bet a dollar. You bet $5, $100, whatever it is you need. Follow it every single week. I mean, the system's proven. We, we haven't had a losing year since we started this system five years ago. Um, not as profitable as we were the last couple of years, but the year's not over. Lots of time uh, to make up here, to, uh, time to make stuff up here for you. Uh, those are Johnny's Picks, and that's the show. We appreciate everybody tuning in, whether you tuned in live on the FanStream Sports app. Make sure you download the FanStream Sports app at the Google Play Store. We do have the iOS version coming out soon. I promise it's coming for all of you iPhone users like me. Uh, you can also go to FanStreamSports.com, hear the live stream, as well as watch all of the live videos for all of our shows at FanStreamSports.com. We'll be back on Monday for another From the Rough here to sum up and recap the John Deere Classic and Johnny's picks as well. By the way, pay attention on social media Saturday and Sunday for Johnny's matchups. Uh, it'll be at, on his Twitter at Pro and also on the show at From the Rough PGA. Until Monday, boys and girls, y'all keep hitting them straight. <laughs>